The Great Ooze Awaits. With its defeat necessary for the Merit Lord's cooperation, Octavia Carhoon and the crew of the Mutiny prepare for battle. Where did it come from? Where will it go? Where did it come from, Ooze-Eyed Joe? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Moir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. So... You know who hasn't got a chance to come out and play recently? No, who? Orange Crush. Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, no! He's feeling a bit lonely. What have you been rolling with for the last couple weeks? I haven't been rolling a lot the last few weeks. Oh, that's true. We've been doing a lot of... Pirate shenanigans. (laughs) And then Merit Lord shenanigans. And then Merit Lord shenanigans. So I haven't done a ton of rolling. You have done the majority of the rolling. Poorly, I might add. That ends today oh dear oh dear orange crush is his notoriously uh dm favoring die good old girl just my Uh, my best my best boy right there so oh let me just uh let me just get the uh the crit sheet up and ready because (laughs) uh, you never know we we might need some of that today Hopefully, we'll and see. hopefully they're all 20s that I roll, or Carhoon rolls, or our friend uh, Slab Slapper Chops. I forget all of the pirates' names. How dare you? I remember Captain Slab, but I forget his last name. Squat Thrust. Squat Thrust. <laughs> oh, man. But I'm hoping that my luck turns a teeny bit, because I had been rolling quite not great. I mean, you rolled, you rolled decently enough. I rolled, I think, okay in the last episode, yeah. but before that, I was, I was relying heavily upon my luck feet. That's true. To get me through, which is what it is there for. Well, but it's a new day. We'll see how things go. Mm-hmm. Talking and doing all that stuff is fine, but I want to kill some monsters. And granted, I'm not the PC, so I want to kill some PCs. <laughs> Very rude. Do you actually want to kill Octavia? No, I, I just was saying that from a player perspective because I like killing things in D&D. Oh, as a P- Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I totally... I am with you there. I, but I don't kill monsters because I am the monsters. That's true. I get what you mean. I am. I you am the monsters. monsters. No, that makes sense. It's yeah. treason, dead. You know, going through the, the Merit Temple and everything, uh, Citadel, uh, but... I'm not particularly eloquent either as a person or a character, so sometimes I'm just like flopping around trying to say things to people in charge. It's kind of like when I was talking to the people in charge of Montignon and I'm like, words. It was a very, (laughs) very similar situation I was feeling like, so glad to kind of get out and do some things that I think Octavia's a little bit better at. Well, the good news is oozes don't tend to talk a lot. I know. I don't think I'm going to be making any like persuasion checks to make it just go home. This is a situation you won't be able to charisma your way exactly. out of. Exactly, which is good because my charisma's super low. 
Oh, no. Actually, it's high now. It's not too bad. It's higher now that I... Uh, Fool me, self you know? Exactly. Come on. I forgot. Come on. I'd forgotten for a second. Goodness. You forget all these wonderful gifts I've given you. <laughs> I forget all of your all of your uh, benevolent, bountiful gifts, indeed. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? But yeah, I'm excited to fight. We'll see how how this fight goes. It would be really fun if you were doing like a food based campaign to just have a bunch of like seventies recipe jellos as oozes and have <laughs> it be like your you know, your salmon puree jello, your molded pear tomato thing, you know, all those like really awful sounding and looking and from all of my experience and yeah. testimony from people who've actually eaten them also awful tasting yeah. uh creations so that would be a fun that'd be a fun module it's just like an ooze module but it's all these like gross jello things yeah jello and meat <laughs> oh what a i good don't know combo. who decided to start mixing those up but not just, uh, you not should just be arrested meat, but like canned meat like canned salmon mm-mm-mm-mm-mm yeah. So that's kind of what I'm imagining here. Yeah. Just coming down a really a really brightly colored gross combo of of jello and fish, which it is probably to a point. It's it funny you should say that. I mean, you always try to bring it back to food and at this point I've just kind of resigned it. It's fine. Well, that was at least applicable. But it's funny you should say that because you are here upon the boat the Riders Mutiny. Floating down along the border between the two planes, the plane of water, which you are currently on, and the plane of earth, which you are currently not on. And in front of you stretches the Swamp of Oblivion, and you have just come within sight of... Do you like my swamp sounds? I really like your swamp sounds. I was thinking that and didn't want to interject, but I'm like, this is great. In front of you is a massive, or gargantuan, I should say... (laughs) Technically speaking. Technically speaking, a gargantuan ooze. Gross. Just roiling and boiling and rolling and slurping its way through the muck and the swamp and the silt. And there's just black liquid radiating off of it in every direction. And you can see in the water, as I said last week, there's like belly up fish and sea creatures from the tainted water. And as you start to stretch a little bit closer, you can see like little bits of fish and shark and whale skeletons like in this ooze from where it's sort of seeped in and all of that. Now we have that wonderful image, but we're actually going to flash back for a moment, potentially the first flashback in Me, My Spouse, and I Die history because there's a little issue we have not quite resolved. Yes. You find yourself a few days ago. You have just departed the Citadel of 10,000 Pearls, having talked to the Merid Lords. Slab is directing his pirate crew to turn the ship and sail toward the swamp. You and Carhoon have settled into your daily duties, and you feel a prodding at your brain. And a certain voice says, Can I go yet? (laughs) I have showed you my good faith by sticking around this long, and I have many, I have had many opportunities to leave you. I know that you have spoken to the lords. I know you are tentatively able. If you should survive the next few days, you may have an avenue home. I cannot take this ship anyways. That's right. I mean, I know that you couldn't take us all back anyway. Um, uh... 
Could you help us fight an ooze? I know they don't probably have mines. I have no dog in this fight, so to speak, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Um. Well, it does seem like we've we've come to a tentative agreement with the married lords. I, I, I should clarify, this isn't so much a request as a statement. I am leaving. Oh. Okay. Well, uh... That is understandable, um, and I do appreciate your sticking around for so long. Hmm. You've definitely been helpful. We couldn't have gotten here and to this point without you. You're absolutely correct. Mm, it, yes, and yes, yep, yep, yep. So, I must bid you adieu. I guess this is goodbye. I truly hope our paths do not cross again. I have to say I do agree. Hmm. Don't come into the underdark. I have. I say right now I have no intention, but I also didn't really intend to go to the plane of water a couple mm. months ago, so I can't promise anything. Yes, yes. Well. well ta ta. Goodbye, Zion. And the presence just severs, and. You're not. I mean, you can't see. As far as you knew, this brain was attached onto the bottom of the ship. Mm hmm. And you're going through the waves, so you really don't, don't feel anything, but you don't hear a voice anymore, and you assume that Zeon has left, whether he just swam away or plane shifted to some alternate location. You, Zeon has left the party. <laughs> I'm going to miss that weird brain octopus a little bit. Carhoon shouts down, is he gone? I think so! I'm not! I mean, I know he was kind of a bad guy, but, uh... He was... Definitely, yes, was, yes. Well, we we probably would have drowned here without him. We could have found some other way to get here, I'm sure. I guess that's true. You can turn into fishes and stuff. We would have been fine. <laughs> Glad he's gone. Flash forward. The Xeonless party. The Xeonless party, as far as you know. Pre and post Xeon. So... Here you are, the Riders Mutiny, floating up and down. Well, just up, really. Kind of slowing their pace to a crawl as all of the pirates are gathered on the deck pointing and murmuring to themselves about, oh my goodness, look at the size of that thing. That's no moon, that's an ooze. <laughs> there are some uh, dark, stormy clouds that are rolling in on this border. The wind is picking up a little bit. A light rain starts to fall and pitter-patter on the deck. Mm -hmm. There's a few clashes of lightning further down past the swamp towards the plain of Earth. What do you do right now? What is your plan of attack? So how far away? Is it like several hundred feet, 800 feet? Like it's as far as you want it to be right now. Okay. You're on. The ship is on its approach. Okay. Um, Octavia's going to go find Captain Slab um, and we'll be like... Yarr. I know that uh, I know I saw below decks and ballista. Um, I don't know what their range are. Do you think that you could reach them from here, or reach the ooze from from here with them? Well, it's funny you should say that. The uh, range of our ballista comfortably is 120 feet, although we might be able to push it to about 480. Although you might say our attacks would have disadvantage. Oh, that that definitely makes sense. In fact, here's a full run of the ship, and here are the stats to the Riders' Mutiny. Ooh! 
stat block just handed over. Stat block just handed over. Adopted from the boat rules from Ghost of Saltmarsh. Mm-hmm. Um, the one change there, it does not have the mangonels. It only has the ballistas. So, Slab gives you a rundown of the ship's technical specs, and when he finishes, he says, Usually our plans and things like this will, we're just gonna kind of treat it like fighting another ship, which we've done our fair share of. You just pull up alongside it and blast away until one of you, well, there's nothing left of one. <laughs> Do you think you can uh, sail through the swamp, or are we kind of, uh, is it... Well, from the looks of it, channels? it's right on the edge there, so we can still be in deep enough water to get within about 120 feet. Okay, great. Although we won't really be able to get any closer, so if you want to do any up-close fighting, that's on you. I guess you can take one of our dinghies if you'd like. Well, it doesn't seem like it'd be something that we would want to be super up-close and personal with anyway. That's true. Kind of seeing the seeing the, seeing the the poison kind of, uh, you know... uh seeping out of it. I'm sure that's not something we want to touch. You know? That's that's fair. We'll uh, have to see how effective our range is against this slime. Mm-hmm. Um, are there more than 20 crew members? So it's like a it's full... It's about 20. Okay, so it's full complement. Yeah. Okay, perfect. How many ballista are there? There's about... So there's about five per side, but it's just gonna be that's sort of the collective firing of the ballistas. Right. Can I take one and still have it be a full range? You could not pick one up. Oh, I know. Octavia couldn't. How big are they? They're like the size of a few people. They're big. Like how much a few? Like thinking of D&D terms, like are they a... I mean, it's at least medium, if not large. So weighs this, like. Do you want me to tell you what my idea is? Sure. Or do you want me to just do it and have you see? Tell me if it would work. Tell me what you want to do. I want to bust out my wings, turn into an Ankylosaurus, and have Carhoon mount a ballista on my back and fly around shooting at it from the air. <laughs> I would be huge as an Ankylosaurus. Ah, uh, well. That is what I would like to do. <laughs> what is the strength score of an Ankylosaurus? 19. It's CR3. And I'm covered in thick armored plating. And you are huge. And I'm huge. Um, hold on. <laughs> Was that what you were expecting? No. <laughs> mm, no. No, 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 no. For each category above medium, double the character, the creature's carrying capacity and amount it can push, drag, or lift. So you're what, huge? Yes. So, normally, if you were medium with a strength throw of 19, you'd be able to carry 285 pounds. You are huge, so that's two size categories larger. So we double it for large, and we double it for huge. So you could carry 1,140 pounds. If you want to carry Karun, who's probably a solid 300 with all of his gear, and I was going to say the ballista's probably about 500. Yeah, I mean, technically, technically you can. Uh, mounting the ballista on your shell might, you might have to fix something, rig something up. That's kind of what I was thinking, because, you know, they're relatively flat-backed, mm-hmm. and they have some spikes, so I was like, those are perfect. You know, basically, all shift. We can harness up a big rig type of thing. 
kind of thinking almost of the uh, I was inspired by the uh, you know see the turtle dragons that came in mm-hmm. uh, and kind of was like I, I obviously can't turn into them but trying to be as similar of a thing as possible and you know again with the spikes we can rig up a saddle for Carhoon um, and he can pull out his bow basically um, and, and obviously man the ballista basically just trying to avoid wanting to avoid touching the ooze as much as possible for both poison and getting sucked in yeah uh okay sure <laughs> makes me very very happy i also imagine like taking a couple of the hammocks and using them to like create this this like saddle-y harness-y type thing because it's kind of already in a, a shape putting a couple of them together mm-hmm. um okay so a ballista has a massive crossbow fires heavy bolts before it can be fired it must be loaded and aimed it takes one action to load the weapon one action to aim it and one action to fire it that is straight from the dmg Okay, so if Carhoon has a multi-attack, can he use... Does that count? Would he be able to use an attack to load an attack to shoot? And if I'm flying directly at the creature and it's moving slowly enough, would he need to aim each time? Because ostensibly, I could, with my body, aim the ballista. So I'm reading action here. All right, we're getting deep into the rules weeds here, everybody. So Welcome bear with to us. crunch time. Do, 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 do. So, the way I'm reading it is, it takes an action to do each of these things. Okay. But so, it also does three d10. So you mentioned that the ballista's five hundred, Carhoon is three hundred. Let's. Is, would he really be that heavy? He is a big guy. He is a big wearing guy. heavy armor. That's true. With a big old axe. That's true. Yes. So, and we said that my carrying capacity was 1,100? Yeah. Could I also carry another pirate? Huge. Let's see. A ballista is large. 15 by 15. It's going to be two. 1,100, 5, 8. You'd be straining. You could probably do it. You might have to roll some checks there when you're flying. Well, I mean, the pirate, do, I mean, they don't have, like, armor, so I'm imagining them being obviously, like, are, very bulky, but they're not as weighed down as Carhoon They is. are less heavy. So I would yes. imagine they would probably be, like, 200. You could probably fix something up. Which would be about 1,000, so I'd still have a yeah. hun- I'd still have 100 That'd pounds to spare. That'd be about capacity, I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes! Okay. All hmm. right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go up to uh, who was the who was the you know quote younger even though they're older at this point of uh, old big flank. So the I'm gonna cabin man going go into the this, go into the cabin man and being like because he's probably with being younger. I'm imagining them being a little bit lighter and being like, um, how do you feel riding the back of a flying dinosaur as you shoot ballista? I don't know what a dinosaur... Oh, wait, he had a higher voice. I don't know what a dinosaur is. Um, imagine a, uh, big, spiky, uh, uh, lizard, but huge. Hmm. <laughs> Roll a <of> persuasion check. <laughs> He's a pirate. I feel like he'd be like, Arr, I'm down for adventure. <laughs> You're not sure how pirates feel about flying. <laughs> 18. I could probably uh, give it a try. All right. And um, Octavia's going to go over to, to Captain Slab and tell him uh, what her plan is. Okay. 
Uh, we could do that if you want, but in general, Slab will be like, whatever you think gives us the best chance of winning this fight, just try not to lose bold. He's been with us a long time. Absolutely. I've grown fond of the boy. I don't intend on losing anyone. Okay, so, uh, a couple of them detach one of these ballista. Okay. And they bring it up deck. Okay. Everyone's kind of looking skeptical at this plan. Okay. So we're above deck. Um, They've kind of stopped moving, and the ooze is still oozing its way slowly. Um, as you're doing this and waiting for the ballista to be brought out, you see like a huge pseudopod of slime just like fling out of it, splash into the water like 30 feet away, and then it comes up, and there's just like a big fish wriggling around in its big slimy arm, big like tendril of gross slimy gunk and you can just see it like sizzling off as it brings it and just sucks oh my it into gosh. the overall uh, so an ooze, ooze with reach okay okay these are gloomhaven oozes these are big old oozes <laughs> it's a it's a gargantuan Ooh. it's like it's an ooze the size of like a hill yeah it's, a yeah, big it's like a shambling mound ooze okay it's bigger than that Okie dokie. So we're on deck, open air. Um, I am going to, before I transform, I'm going to cast a spell. I am going to conjure woodland beings. Okay. So this is where you conjure the fae, right? Correct. Um, I was wanting to summon 19 tiny little things that we're going to have to track individually. No, it's a it's a Nerad and a Nerad. It's basically like a Nyad, just slightly different. And it's a water creature, so I thought it would appropriate that I mean she'd probably be here. So you wanna summon one of these? Yes. Just on the deck? I'll summon it in the water. Okay. Sure. Okay. Perfect then. So you saw how long does this last? An hour. An hour? Yes. Okay. So you summon this Nered. Yes. Nered. And, uh... However you pronounce it. Uh, Octavia will go over to the, uh, over to the edge of the boat and be like, Hello! Um, uh, I'm Octavia. Thank you for coming. Um, we're going to be fighting that big slimy ooze. Um, and she'll, like, point and be like, You can't really miss it. It's like a big city there. Um, it's, uh, don't get too close to it. Um, kind of stay far away and, and stay in the water and things like that. Um, and obviously, if you're if you're getting overwhelmed, you can you know just blink back into the Fey. And thanks, thanks for joining our team. I didn't have much of a choice. For our listeners, this is uh, I don't even know. It's just like a, it's kind of like a mermaid looking thing, but slightly creepier. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a naiad, but more like an ocean naiad is kind of how I'm reading it. Yeah, and naiads are always a little bit like you know questionable too. Looks questionable to me. I mean, anything Faye kind of has that. Yeah, she says this water tastes disgusting. We're gonna try to stop that. That's the whole point. Ugh. Ugh. She coughs, <laughs> and we'll have her uh, be on our, our ground team. She's our she's our our, our seal task force going in okay. <laughs> ahead of us. You're going to have to uh, keep track of that. I have her stats right here. All right. Uh, so what do you do now? I will then uh, pop my wings. Keep in mind these last for a minute. 
Oh, right. I can summon my wings when I'm in beast form, right? Okay. Yes. I will then uh, wild shape into an Ankylosaurus. Okay. Um, and with Carhoon and Slab having known what the plan was ahead of time, she'll kind of, you know, bellow, Ankylosaurus bellow, um, and indicate that they should rig the harness on my back. All right. Whoever's doing the rigging is going to have to roll a, gosh, I don't know what I would call this, probably a, either an intelligence or a dexterity check to try to fit some sort of harness to a creature no one has ever seen before so that it, while flying, is still going to be able to be operated and aimed without coming loose. So, pick a dexterity, like sleight of hand or an intelligence, and roll that. Okay, well, I'll have Cardhoon do intelligence then? Sure. 18. Okay, Cardhoon fastens it. It takes a couple... Probably takes like 10, 15 minutes at least. Uh, but with some straps and ropes and things, you get kind of harnessed up and it feels pretty stable. And then um, I'd want them to kind of, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, jigger something up for kind of the two of them to like uh, strap their legs in or something. So it's not just them like holding on to me. They're both going to need to move freely if they have to aim this thing. Can they do something at least that they have something at least around their waist if they fall off? They're at least attached to me. That I guess they also... can tie a rope to them and to you. They're gonna do. They're gonna do a more like a hammock around their middle because the the infamous thing that if you have a rope that's too too small and they fall with their full body weight, that could be very very ouchy for their organs on in their insides in True. that middle section yeah. of your body. Yeah, <laughs> probably not feel great. Not feel great. Uh, yeah. I mean, they they get it. Attached reasonably. Okay, good, 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 good. All right. And then, um, you know, Captain Slab knew that uh, he's just going to have the remaining, I think, uh, four ballista um, aimed at the ooze. Uh, Our Nariad and I are going to go over over the swamp. And so I'll bust my wings. And take off. Okay, we are rolling initiative at this point then. Okay. Because time matters. All right, Octavia gets a 10. All of your summons will go on your turn. Right, that makes sense. You need to roll for Carhoon. Oh, right, sorry. (laughs) Carhoon rolled a 16. Roll for the boat. Oh, for the boat. Ooh, all right. Uh. Oh, the boot! The boat is slow. It is. It is a boat. I rolled the highest, but got a fourteen because it has a negative two. All right. Uh, the pirate bold will go on Carhoon's turn because it's easier than having fifteen tiny little initiatives to roll. That the Nerid will go on your turn, and every other boat will go on the boat's turn. Sounds good. Carhoon's up first. Okay. Um, I guess let's have um. What was the cabin boy's name again? Bold. Let's have Bold. Bold. Bold load up the ballista. Sure. And then um, uh, Carhoon will ready in action as soon as Octavia is, you know, facing towards the towards the ooze. He will fire it. Okay. So how far away is the boat when you decide to do this? I mean, I would imagine that we tried to stay at the, like... 120-ish 
feet away. Okay. So, so the boat gets the... up. It's about 120 mm-hmm. feet away. So you're you're in range right now. Right. Oh, I guess the ballista is that. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. So Carhoon will fire one of the ballista. Aim it. Well, I thought we had established that I could aim it with my body, with how I was moving. So if you want to use your action to aim it. That's kind of what I was... Because okay. I'm not... Basically, my b- job right here is mobile mobile ballista platform. Okay. And I... Because I was also thinking that since it's, like, locked onto my back, it might not be as, like, you know, movable. And I was kind of thinking, like, wherever Ankylosaurus Octavia was pointing is where the ballista would go. Okay. I'm also going to say uh, you can only carry, like, ten rounds. Okay. So, Bold will load, Carhood can fire, but you have to aim it first. Correct, so that's so. why I was going to, right, as soon great. as I tilted my body, he'll fire. Okay, well then it is the boat's turn. All right, well, uh, the boat has three actions, and uh, it is going to take all three of those actions to fire Ballista, because it doesn't need to move. Okay. All right, first hit, or first roll, I mean. 13 to hit. It's a miss. Okay. Second. Uh, Non-natural 20. That hits. All right. Let us get all of these D10s. 16 piercing damage. Okay. You feel like it wasn't necessarily as effective as it could have been. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, and then the final ballista firing of the boat's turn. Natural 20! <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess the boat can crit. It's named. It's, it's a, a name. It's, impor- it's important. important. Sure. Why not? I guess if we could boil it down to really that I'm sure that's Captain Slab who, who, who crit. He was like, oh, I see, I see a chink in the oozes armor that we should fire at or something. <laughs> Alright, um, give me a roll of a d20. Alright. 18. Okay, this one is from Azuin. Azuin. It's called Spin Attack. Ooh. If your attack was a melee attack, it wasn't. If it was a ranged attack, you may deal the damage up to four other targets within range. Each target must be within 20 feet of the other target. Mm. Any additional effects that would apply to the main target also apply to all other targets. Unfortunately, there is one target. You could shoot you if you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, Captain Slive is going to shoot Octavia, the Ooze, the Nereid, and Carhoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we, we might keep that one in the rotation to use it when it is relevant again. So unfortunately, that doesn't really... Well, do is, anything else? But thank you for the car. Thank you for sending it in. That's a fun. I mean, that that would be a super clutch one if it wasn't just like one. Could I? Uh, could I uh, attack the big hand that reached out? And, no. Okay. Do I still get to roll double damage though? Right. Yeah. All right. For these six d10, thirty piercing damage. Okay. Again, not as impactful as you would have thought but still did a pretty good chunk there all right that is the boat's turn which means it is your turn okay so i'm you know i'm in the sky that's flying ankylosaurus um with these glowing literally angelic wings and uh, octavia is going to point herself towards towards the ooze it's so big 
Um, probably makes a pretty easy target there. Well, not I mean, not easy as it mechanically, but as in looking at it, identifying mm-hmm. it, pointing herself at it. Um, and uh, once she's kind of in a straight line with it, Carhoon is like, okay, then, you know, my, sh- my shot's ready. Um, and he's going to let loose the ballista on her back. Okay. How close do you fly to it? I mean, I'm probably going to stay if if the ballista can be 120. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up in the air a bit, um, but I'm probably going to still be like 100 mm-hmm. feet away from it. Basically, staying as far away from it as possible. Okay. All right, Carhoon rolls natural 15 for a 21. That'll hit. 17 piercing. Okay, so you have nine shots left. Okay. Twang, twang, twang. Uh, opening volley. Pretty good. Pretty good. But it's the Ooze's turn. Actually, it's the Nereid's turn. Oh, it's the Nereid's turn. The Nereid's turn. Uh, the Nereid is going to... We were 120 feet away. She is going to slip under the water and become, for all intents and purposes, invisible. Sure. And she's going to swim 60 feet towards the Ooze. And if you could, please make a... Strength saving through. It's a failure. All right, so you are going to take forty-six bludge because she, you know, is underwater, and you can kind of just like we know that she's there, so we can see this ripple, and she, she kind of lifts her hand up, and sixty feet away from her, this giant block of water, of this brackish, poisonous water, just like lifts up and just like hits <laughs> the ooze on the side. <laughs> I rolled all fours. I rolled four fours. So that's 16 bludge. Is that magic? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Wall of water pops up, slams into this ooze. Part of it, like, washes away. And then, as everyone is looking at it, some of it just, like, flops back onto the, the impact wounds of the the ballista and this part that just got pummeled by this wave of water, and it looks like it heals itself up a little bit. Mm. The ooze, it sort of contracts, and it starts to shake a little bit and kind of jiggle, and then out of the center of it, a, like, five-foot sphere of slime just gets... Shot out of the center at the Rider's Mutiny. This will be against the hull. Okay. Uh, the hull needs to make a dexterity saving throw. It can reach it all that way? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It is huge. Okay, dexterity saving throw for this boat that has a seven dexterity. Fifteen? That's going to fail. Ah! And that's going to take a lot of damage. I oh, well, pretty good. The hull takes 24 points of acid damage. Oh, jeez. Oh, wait. No. Remember that number. Uh, you said 24? 24. Remember that. It takes 56. Why? Because I read it as 5d10 instead of 10d10. <laughs> That's a pretty big difference. It's a pretty big difference. Oh, That's why I said wait. Oh, my I goodness. only have so many d10s. Okay. Well, that's not great. That's super not great. Yeah, it's a pretty good hit. That was a very good hit. As this lob of acidy slime hits the deck and just starts eating away at the wood. And pirates scramble to and fro, grabbing buckets of stuff to try to wash it off before it can eat away too much of their boat. 
Now the ooze is then gonna kind of just splorch forward into the water a little bit. Comes about 20 feet closer. Okay. Carhoon's turn. This is round two of your wings. All right. Um, well, we're going to have uh, the bosun go first, and he's going to load the uh, 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 the ballista into the ballista. Or load the, the bolt. The bolt. Sorry. Into the ballista. Okay. And then Carhoon is, I guess, I'm not going to be doing too, too much on my turn. So he should be able to still fire if I'm not moving, right? Yeah, if you aim. Yeah. yeah. So I'll use I'll use my turn to aim, uh, and so he'll ready his action basically the same as last turn. Sounds good. All right. Uh, loaded. Carhoon's on the trigger, ready to go. It's the boat's turn. Riders mutiny. All right. Captain Slab like sees sees this acid eating away, and he does not like that most obviously. So he is going to be like, make every bolt count. That's a miss. Bolt two. That will also be a miss. Oh, no. It's a 16 hit. 16 hits. Okay. Ooh, roll a 7, 8, and 9 on my 3d10. 24. Okay, so boat fires some ballistas. Uh, Two of the bolts just kind of harmlessly sink into the ooze and are almost near instantly. They just start dissolving in this body. One of them seems to take off a chunk of slime as it hits. Your turn. All right, I'm going to steady the course, and I am going to um, stay pointed at uh, stay pointed at the ooze and allow Carhoon to fire the ballista on my back. Okay. Natural three, that'll be a miss. Okay. Oh, you know what? I'm going to use the... Oh, I can't use the point for Carhoon, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, but then I will. Ha- the Nereid will do the same thing. She's going to uh, lift up this this block of water and just schlump it into the side of the ooze. So if you could make another dex- uh, strength saving throw, please. Thirteen. Meets it, so you succeed, eh? Mm-hmm. All right, so you're going to take half of this. Six bludge, and Octavia's just going to fly up a little bit so that um, still within 120 feet, but. Maybe not quite as close. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess she's going to back up a little bit because it it flew. It oozed 20 feet closer. So mm-hmm. she's going to kind of do 20 feet back. And the Nariad will also kind of stay 20 feet back, keeping 60 feet in between the Nariad and the ooze. Okay. Oozy, oozy, oozies. Well, actually, before that happens, a bolt of lightning crashes down far in the distance, illuminating the scene. Roll a perception check. Okay. 14. There's, so it's sort of backlit, and you can, as it shatters down, you can sort of see all of the stuff that's floating inside of this monumental hunk of ooze, and there's, you know, bits of skeletons and little chunks of probably rock and rubble that it's picked up along the way. You think there's something in the center that looks a bit different than everything else, but you're not sure what that could be yet. One of these things is not like the other. One of these things is not quite like the other. Ooh. Maybe you'll okay. find out later. But it is the ooze's turn. Okay. Who heals itself. <laughs> Stop doing that, Uzi. And it's going to see if its eject slime regenerates. Oh, gross. It does. Oh, gross. So it shot at the boat last time. We're going to decide who it shoots at you or the boat. Because it sees you floating around. 
shoot at the and boat. And the boat floating around. One through, more hit points one through three will be you. It's a six, so it flings it at the boat again. Make a dex save. All right. See if I can maybe crit this. It's probably the only way to not just take a bunch more damage. No, that's a two. It's going to fail. It is a negative two, so a, a cumulative zero for that dex save. This is a lot. 68. Oh my word. Points of acid. Slaps like. Oh! Yeah, the muni's not Hold looking great. Together. That's the ooze's turn. Your turn, round number three of your wings. Okay. Sorry, Carhoon's turn. Uh, Bold is just going to uh, load up the ballista, and then Carhoon is going to ready his action again for as uh, Octavia kind of like stays on target on the ooze. Boat's turn. All right, Boat is going to do the same thing the Boat's been doing and hopefully not roll twos and threes. I rolled a three. <laughs> you had to say something. A 13 doesn't hit, does it? 13 does okay. not. Nope. All three of those do not hit. Nothing. I'm going to use a different die. You gave me a 20, but has also been giving me threes. Okay. Uh, so the Boat fires off a volley and they just sink harmlessly in doesn't seem to do anything. Your turn. Okay, I am going to... I already said I'm far away. 120 feet. I'm going to stay on target uh, for my actions so that Carhoon can fire his ballista bolt. Okay. Natty 16. That'll hit. Uh, 19 piercing. And then... Um, Okay, so Octavia is currently 120 feet away. She's going to yes. fly 30 feet closer. Okay, you fly 30 feet closer. <laughs> Roll me another perception check. Ooh, yeah. Roll it with advantage if you're looking. Well, yeah, if I, if I noticed advantage. it last time, yeah, I'd be kind of like, oh, my eyes are now perked to that. Uh, a 23, and then let's do another roll in case I crit. Nope, 23. Okay, another crash of lightning illuminates the background. In the center you see another skeleton. It's kind of hard to make out because everything's distorted from the layer of slime in between you and it. It looks like a humanoid skeleton in the very center of this ooze and it looks like it's wearing something on its head like a, a circlet or a crown or something and as you see that and sort of like register, huh, that's a skeleton wearing like a crown. Jasolka's voice pops into your brain. He says, I'm getting bad vibes from whatever's in the center of that. That might be the source of this great ooze's power. Hmm, think on it. That's been about six seconds. And <laughs> then the voice recedes. And okay. it is the ooze's turn. Okay. It patches itself up again, and you look at it, it looks really not much worse off than when this fight started. Carhoon's like, ah, we don't seem to be doing a lot of damage to this thing. At least nothing that sticks around permanently. Okay. And it is going to see if its thing recharges. It does not this time. Instead, it is going to fling an acid splash at... How close are you? You move 30 feet, so you're 90 feet away? Uh, yeah. Okay. How close is your... You're near it. She's invisible if she's under the water. 
That's not what I asked. She would be 60 feet away. Okay. Uh, somehow, some way, it strikes true and flings a bubble of acid at this submerged Nerad. Don't you have to, like, roll something with someone being invisible? Boy, I might if this thing didn't have true sight. Uh, oh, no. How does an ooze have true sight? That's a great question. How does an ooze have true sight? That's a great question. Oh, no. Oh, my poor Oh my Make poor creature. Make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, good. She's relatively dexterous since she's a, a water creature. Natural 20. Okay, she dodges out of the way, doesn't take any damage Okay, from that. phew, because she does not have a ton of hit points. And it slurps another 20 feet forward. Okay, so now it's 70 feet away from me. Yes. All right, it okay. is round four of your wings. Carhoon is up. So how big is something that's gargantuan in feet size? Like, what's the... In feet size, technically, it's anything bigger than... Uh, Let's see, large is 10 by 10, huge is 15 by 15, so 20 by 20. But this is probably closer to like 60 by 60. Okay. and the, It's huge. And this, the thing that we saw was right in the center of that, so it would be like mm-hmm. 30 feet in yes. to the ooze and yeah. 30 feet back out. Okay, okay, okay. All right, it is Carhoon's turn. Uh, Carhoon doesn't, unless Carhoon saw this as well, he doesn't know anything like, about this, and I can't tell him, unfortunately, since I am an Ankylosaurus. This is true. Um, so he, uh, Bold is going to uh, load another uh, a bolt in, and Carhoon is going to do his same uh, preparing to fire sure, sure. Uh, once I hold, if and when I hold steady and true. Okay. Uh, it's the boat's turn, and they're going to use at least one action to move yeah. away. Because they've taken a lot of damage in two, two hits. They have. So it's Slab's going... like, go! Retreat! Fall back! So it is going to use one of its actions to move with its sails. Is it sailing into or with the wind? Is there just a difference in speed? Yeah. Just use its base speed. Okay. So it's going to move 45 feet away from the ooze. Okay. It will be out of range. It's going to be okay with that okay. because Sounds it has good. taken over a third of its hit points in two turns. Sounds good. They're like, repair the deck. And then with kind of as they're, you know, the, the, the boat's kind of like jostling around as it's trying to like, you know, turn 90 degrees and kind of get away. Um, it's still kind of going to out the back uh, fire to Ballista with this advantage. Okay. Uh, that is one miss. Okay. Rolled almost the exact same thing both times, both of them being misses. Alrighty. Twap, twap. Your turn, Octavia, flying Ankylosaurus with a giant crossbow on your back. Um, I'm going to talk to Jasulka in my mind really quickly and be like, do you recognize that object or anything about it? It has an evil, fiendish taint to it. I can't quite put my finger on it. Perhaps if... I could get closer and see whatever that person is or was and whatever they're wearing. Dark magic. Bad stuff. I don't know. Okay. Just getting really, really bad vibes from it. Okay. Um, well, Octavia will fly 30 feet closer to it. 
and um, you know she's holding true, flying at it, and Carhoon is going to flock a fire <laughs> the ballista again, even though it doesn't do too very much. Okay. Nope. Thirteen to hit. All right. Yeah, that is a nope. Uh, but the Nereid will also do her thing. All right. Actually, she's going to do something a little bit different. She is going to cast, because she can at will. Okay. So she's going to cast Whirlpool. Well, she's going to cast Control Water Mm -hmm. under the ooze, the front half of the ooze. Okay. um, Because she can only do it in a 30-foot cube, but it at least is half, half of it. Or I guess a quarter of it. Um, and she's going to create a whirlpool underneath it. Okay. Um, it creates a vortex that is uh, five feet wide at the base and up to 30 feet wide at the top. Um, and any creature object in the water and within 25 feet of the vortex is pulled towards it. When a creature enters the vortex for the first time in a turn, has to make a strength saving throw. That's a 24. You succeed. Um, my first rolls were garbage. Oh my gosh! Uh, but you still take half damage. Okay, roll me that damage. You're gonna take half of fifteen, so you will take seven because you succeeded. Okay. All right. Uh, it takes a little bit of damage as part of it gets swept up in this whirlpool that's under like a corner of it anything else on you no I'm still 40 feet away from it and Carhoon fired that is the end of my turn okay oh dear it's a ooze it repairs itself and it's gonna see if it's slime recharges oh it does okay uh it can't hit the boat because the boat's out of range so it's gonna fling a slime at you so you need to make a pretty a pretty impactful dexterity saving throw yep alright guys let's see I'm gonna use a luck point 13 that's gonna fail unfortunately 47 points of acid damage to you. Okay. An ankylosaurus form as another huge ball of slime just gets spit out at you. Oh my gosh. It hits your underbelly and starts to sizzle. Uh, Carhoon and Bold take cover on the other side of your shell as bits of slime and kind of phlegmy grossness just splatter Mm -hmm, past. mm -hmm. But they are are unaffected. You took the brunt of the hit. Good, at least. Um, you aren't wearing any metal armor because you're a thing. Okay. <laughs> that is correct. Alright. <laughs> that is the ooze's turn. Okay. Comes around the horn again. Round five. You're halfway through your wings at the end of this round. Okay. Carhoon's turn. Technically. Again, he's not really aware. I mean, I'm sure he's seeing the fact that it's not really doing very much. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have, like, a magical longbow or anything. So he doesn't really have much magic on him besides the shocking grass, which is, you know, uh, melee. (laughs) He just, like, touched this thing. Um, So... So they're just just gonna load another bolt. All right. 
and he's gonna prep. Okay, the boat's turn. Um, the boat is is now out of range, at least. Yes. Um, so it's going to kind of stay where it is, and it's going to take all three ballista a- attacks at the um, ooze at disadvantage. Okay. Was a seventeen hit? Seventeen hits. Nice. Woo. Oh goodness gracious. <laughs> Oh, rolled garbage on these D10s. Eight piercing damage. Oh, no. Attack number two. Eleven. That is a miss. Attack number three. And that's critical fail. That's a crit fail so, from the boat. we've already established the boat can crit. The so. boat can, in fact, crit. So we will see what happens to the boat here. I'm sure... All of our submitters definitely thought that a boat would be rolling these when they wrote them. So, uh, roll me another d20. All right. A one. Another one. <laughs> My d20. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is from D&D Your Head. It's called Filibusted. Thank you so much for submitting. And this, this is kind of funny. Your enemy suddenly starts babbling. And I'm just going to change the A to a U. Bubbling. Uh, you find yourself waiting until they yield their time to you. Succeed on a wisdom save or be stunned for one round. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. For the boat? For the boat. Um, the boat is immune to being stunned. Oh. Well, that's great. <laughs> so. All right. The boat. <laughs> cannot be stunned. It cannot be stunned. Because it's a boat. Because it's a boat. All right. Sounds good. It has a wisdom of zero, so that's good. So the crew are sort of like, what's going on? And then they, uh, Slab walks up and he's like, ye bland lubbers, get back to work. <laughs> Smacks them. <laughs> Smacks them upside the head. Get, get, man the ballista. Okay, good job, boat. Okay. It's your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to fly within 30 feet of it. Okay. And I'm going to Nova. Ooh. So make a deck save, please. Start pretty good dexterity. That is a non-natural twenty. Oh my gosh! You succeed, um, but you still take half of this damage, and it is at least magical. Ooh. Because it is lightning damage. Alrighty. Uh, Twelve total, and so since you succeeded, six lightning. And now that we're within thirty feet, she's gonna be like, Jasulka. Anything? Roll me a history check with advantage. 18. 18. Good uh, thing I had advantage because I rolled a nat- another natural one. Yeah, well, you are you are feeling Jasoka's mind skimming through his vast knowledge kind of inside your own brain, which is an interesting feeling. Yeah. And after a second, he says, I still can't get an exact read on whatever that is, but... It comes from the abyss, I can tell you that much. Whatever that thing is, whatever that thing was wearing, I think that's the creator of this monstrosity. Perhaps its removal or destruction could uh, disband this abomination. Do you have a recommendation on how to destroy a magical object? Because I'm sure just hitting it with an axe isn't going to do something. Well, getting it out is the key first. Okay. I don't know if that thing is going to 
follow it or stay together, but I think removing it is the first step, and if nothing happens, we can worry about destroying it after. Can you talk to Carhoon at all? Are you able to... Nope. Okay. I'm in your brain. I wasn't sure, since, you know, Carhoon and I are tight, you know. Um, that's been about six seconds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you get the sense that this creature stuck in there long since deceased it would seem and whatever this crown on its head that has not been dissolved away is the source of this monstrous oozes creation and you look at it and again it's like it just keeps everything you've done to it so far it's just patched itself up and kept moving uh you get the sense that physical damage unless you can pour a ton of it on at a time is gonna be a war of attrition that you don't know if the boat can survive yeah um so i guess technically speaking movement wise inside an ooze it's big i mean it's it's 30 feet so like i'm gonna treat basically if you wanted to enter the ooze i'm treating it like swimming if you have a swim seat you can kind of moogle your way through it if not it's gonna you can move at half speed and you're probably gonna take some acidy damage unless you can find a way to negate that Okay. Well, it sounds like you've got some creative thinking to do. So why don't we pick up here on the next episode? Oh, that was like a whole episode already. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that went so by so quickly. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um... Shall I take us out, my love? Please do. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to submit a crit card like we heard two of today and write crits for boats or other vehicles or things along those lines, please do so. We seriously love having um, listeners submit crit cards because if they're, uh, you know, edited particularly towards uh, our characters, it's just really fun to see your guys' creativity. So if you do want to submit those, you can do that on our website, memyspouseandadie.com. There's a form you can fill out, or you can just email us, memyspouseandadie at gmail.com, and that's just really fun and awesome. Makes us feel great that you're so invested in the show. All right. Hope y'all are doing well. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>